I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian Sensation. What it do? Mr. Carl Phillips as well as the hip-hop preacher, Dr. Eric Thomas. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Oh, you know I'm on that Christmas spirit heavy. I'm putting Trey on the order. You know Dancer and Asher and Comet <laughs> and Cupid. questions asked. You, you know what's crazy? It, it's actually really dope right now. It's a dope time because I feel like, and, and Carl, you probably know, I'm like for the first time this year, like Trey gets everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. It's like he fully knows Christmas is coming, presents are there. Um, you know, he, he's well aware of the Christmas songs and we just got the Christmas tree delivered. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Christmas tree delivery, man. I'm talking about they came in here. They had the base on the tree before they even walked in. They walked in. Boom. I'm talking about set that joke in the corner. <laughs> it took all of five seconds and they were out of here. So a uh, hundred dollars well spent. And shout out to everybody who uh, commented on the fair file and was like, yo, saw me in Philly in New York. and was like, yo, absolutely fair. Only a couple of y'all said I was foul, so I appreciate the <laughs> feedback on that. But um, yeah, no, Christmas time, man. Yeah, I had, yeah, and I had that peel blazing yesterday with uh, with the Christmas carol. So I oh, went, back with the, went back, yeah, back so, in the day. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. It is, um, it is a, a beautiful time of year, as always, man. And to have my son really know what's going on this time is great. And it's also great, and maybe this is a fair file, but fair file, I'm using all his behavioral coaching uh, based off Santa right now. It's, God, it's no a doubt. blessing. It, oh, it's, it's the blessing. advantage that you have this time of year. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Because last year he ain't really get it, but this year I'm like, oh, okay, I'll tell Santa you ain't interested in no toys. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, this little joker. Military precision after that. Hey, let me tell you something. His neighbor Mike, Mike got like, he and his wife got like a little elf on the fridge. And they told their kids that the elf is watching everything you do. So he could go back and tell Santa. Oh, oh, oh them little kids. Call elf shook. on the shelf or something like yep, that. Yeah, elf oh, on the shelf. Man, I'm yep. going to have to yeah. call Santa myself. Yeah, it's the most manipulative shook. time of the year. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I promise you. It's the time is. of the year. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm saying, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to figure out when I could start using it. Because next year I'm using it in June. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> yeah, we fair just start the process next early. You remind me to go fair fire with Santa Elf watching you your kids. That sounds like the doggone midwife thing you told me about with the stirring boy. I kind of put that in the same category. Something eerie about that. Straight up. Yeah, no, something is a little, yeah, but hey, I'm telling you, man, when you're a parent and you got young kids, boy, you get de- you get desperate at times. You yeah, know what I'm exactly saying? So, too. Hey, well, let me, let me oh. just say this. See, it's the flip because Jordan's birthday is like a couple of days after Christmas, so he he manipulated the whole game, too. Oh, so yeah, we just no, gotta you play know Trey's, too. You know, Trey oh, yeah, go January yeah. 4, so, yeah. yeah, we right there, so, yeah, nah, man, it is, uh, but it's a fun time of year, man, it just seems like everybody in a good mood, you know, Finally. everybody letting you get over in traffic, <laughs> you know, you go, to, you go to the mall and you got the Christmas music playing, man, it just puts everybody in a great mood, and so, uh, happy holidays to everyone happy out there, holidays. and, uh, yeah, from our family to yours, to yours, enjoy it, man, listen, guys, we got yeah. a sponsor for today's episode, hey, wow. whoop, whoop. Whoa, yeah. who slipped in? Time. Who slipped in? <laughs> We're big time. Today's episode is brought to you by John Elway Chevrolet. Listen, guys, they got a huge inventory, and they'll deliver nationwide, all backed by the Elway Promise. Winner of the Mark of Excellence Award, Colorado's number one dealership, five years straight. All right? And you know why they're number one? Because they actually want to put you in the right car for you, not the right car for them. E.T. just got a new car from them earlier this week. E, how'd it go? Pain-free process. Pain-free process, process, bro. You know, it could take... uh, You remember back in the day when you'd have to spend, like, get you a lunch and a couple snacks when you Uh went and got you a car? Because you was going to be there for for a while. Four or five hours. Oh, man, it bring you your your, your child's iPad so you can catch a movie (laughs) or two. Yeah, bro, pain-free process. Yep, and after E got his car, Carl and I both called him up this week and said, look, our families are growing, getting bigger. We need a little bit more space. What can you do? Within what, Carl? A couple minutes, we had a ton of options in our email, right? They sent us a bunch of options. No pressure, low hassle, no hassle, low pressure. It's just an incredible experience. Look, we all hate buying cars because we know how disingenuous some of these dealerships are. 
No need to worry about that at John Elway Chevrolet. The GM, Josh, he's a personal friend, all right? He was out in Philly with us. We had lunch with him. Uh, great guy. And, and trust me, he's the kind of guy you want taking care of you when you Absolutely. buy your new ride for 2017. Uh, tell him that ETCJ and the Basin Sensation sent you, and I promise you they're going to take good care of you. So go visit them at JohnElwayChevrolet.com or call them at 720-370-5248. Again, tell them we sent you. Listen, guys, you got to go check them out. Like I said, Yeah, I just have one concern, though, yeah. see. When yeah. I finished talking to Josh, he gave me some mm -hmm. counsel. And mm -hmm. uh, I love the vehicle, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Then my challenge, though, is some kind of way Jalen got my truck. Some mm -hmm. kind of way he counseled me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to trade it in. I he wanted to trade it, it in. Trade yeah. it in. Yeah. Josh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh said, don't trade it in. This is this is going to be the best option. In some kind of way, Jalen came up again. Jalen must be close to the car gods because I yeah, promise no you doubt. he keep coming up. Yeah, no, Josh, you know, he's like, yo, you know the, the repair history, you know everything, it's good to go, it's certified, and so, listen guys, they do great business over there, and trust me, we would never send you guys somewhere where um, we don't believe in, and where we are not getting our actual Integrity stuff. first. So, yep, so Ia put a, car, a, a pic of the new ride up on Instagram, listen, they ship it in a matter of days, it's cheap to ship it, so literally, you know, the internet has changed the game, call over there to Josh and let him put you in the car, have it hey, delivered Hey, see, I'm just you. gonna say this, because I know people ready for the pick we're gonna put it up but just know put some d's on it oh of course just bought a cadillac of course y'all know we from the midwest so it makes even more sense for us to be um you know supporting and supported by a, a chevy dealership so shout out to them go check them out john that way chevrolet.com all right let's move into it i got a a, a huge inventory um kind of like john that way chevrolet of, of segments for this show now <laughs> and uh, we haven't done that in my trip in or in a minute, so let me bring that back. And uh, this week's, I know usually I say, am I tripping or, and usually y'all say, no, see, you're not tripping. And y'all are usually on the same page. But I'm going out on the limb on this one. All right, this one is petty. All right, this one is uh, as petty as it comes, right? So I go to the hotel, and I don't know why it irritates me, but when I walk in the bathroom, there's a sign. Maybe, where do we stay? Was it Sheraton or the Hilton yeah. or wherever? Yeah, yeah whatever. And, it, and the sign in the bathroom says, here at the Marriott Hotel, we are believers and supporters of the earth and the environment. If you could be so kind as to reuse a towel, and if you don't, please leave it on the floor if you'd like us to change it out. Hang it up if you can use it again. And I don't know why that irks me, y'all, but it, it seems so disingenuous to them. And I'll tell you why. I go to the hotel to have fresh towels and linen every night, which I cannot have at the house. <laughs> I love drying off with a brand new, fresh out of whatever industrial dryer they have. I'm talking <laughs> about you swipe one time across your body and you dry as a bone. Like that's part of the experience of staying there. And for whatever reason, because of this little stupid sign, they got me feeling like I'm riding down the freeway chucking uh, fast food bags out the window <laughs> if I want a new towel the next day. So am I being petty? Am I tripping? I, or do y'all... Hey, long before we go there, though, I got to say, I don't know if I've ever heard, and, and I'm sure it's true, but I've never heard or never seen, even with the, uh, when people, you know, respond to, you know, give their, you know, report on the hotel. I've never seen anybody say that they went to the hotel for the fresh towels. You know, oh, like, for sure. I've never seen that. Oh. Yeah, and I'm sure oh, somebody else is definitely going for that reason, but I've never seen anybody talk about the towel boy ministry. No, have y'all yeah. noticed though, like if you dry, like when you get out the, towel, out the shower at home, right? You pick up a towel, you dry off, you get dry. But have you ever noticed those towels or something? They like sticky. I don't know what they are, but Depends when you dry off hotel. with a hotel towel. <laughs> no, it's on just a hotel. me. Okay, it's just, yeah, well, hey. I, I, Some of yeah, them got Terry Cloth. I'm in three stars these days. I ain't necessarily yeah, in a five yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the towels at the Four Seasons feel. Yeah, oh, they, the towels oh, at the Marriott, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying, and, and the Holiday Inn Express. They feel great, okay? I love them, all right? So am I tripping, guys, or do you feel like they're being a little disingenuous oh, yeah, I, that, I, and just trying to save a couple dollars? You no, know, anytime I hear an American say that, I automatically think entitlement Spoiled. boy, you know. And I say that because <laughs> when you travel to other countries, I promise you, and y'all know because y'all been to other countries, you you it 
fresh top, like a towel every day one is not even optional. Like that's not even something that you can get. Uh, oh, and I think you no, guys listen, had an experience somewhere where Poland you, you might not Pearl, even. Yeah, yeah. You, you, Poland, we couldn't even get a fresh yeah, towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let me tell you anyway. But it's a different scenario, right? When we go, especially when event promoters bring us in. They usually throw Ian the presidential king suite <laughs> and then throw me and Carl in uh, jail. You but know the towel service is still the same. <laughs> no, no, no. That, the that, towel that, service is still the same. Oh, contraire. That's no. where you're wrong, my friend. And, and hey. it's not the same yeah, because me and Carl time. were in Poland. And we go, and listen, we, we get up there, right? And I go to get in the shower. And I was like, yo, Carl, did you use all? And that made another E or C for later. Now, if I was in the room with E, E definitely would have used six rags by the time I got to the shower that night. Oh, That's not, that We'll save that for another time. Yeah, I promise you. Every time me and E share a room together, he blow out all the small hand towels and I had to take a, a, a complete bath with a huge towel, right? I but that's neither here nor there. big towel though, with all face towels. <laughs> oh, no, you leave all the big towels. I'm like, E, why do you have seven washcloths used? All right, that's neither here nor there. But me and Carl go in there, and I'm like, yo, Carl, did you use all the washcloths? Thinking I got hit the same way I got hit when I stayed with E. He was like, no, nah, I ain't even been in the shower yet. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me call down there. I call down there. Like, you know, it's a language barrier, but I'm like, yo, small, little square towel. They were like, okay, cool. We'll send them up. Me and Carl leave out the room. We come back. They got three more bath towels. In three there. bath towels. <laughs> so I go down to the front. When we come, I get, we get back up from wherever we went. I was like, okay, Carl, they sent, they left, left us with some more huge beach towel looking things. I'm going to go back down. This time I'm going to walk down because clearly the language barrier over the phone is killing us. Go back down to the front desk. I'm like, look, I just need some washcloth. They're like, we don't have any here. We'll call and send some up. I'm like, okay, the small one I'm doing my hands like charades now. So we go back to the room. My man comes up to the room, delivers us three more huge towels. <laughs> Me and Carl was like, you know what? We're just going to chalk this up. It's Maybe in the uh, in the popper suite, we don't get a uh, 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 washcloth, so we'll move on. But anyway, I just feel like the whole premise behind it is a little disingenuous with the whole here at Hilton. I just don't, we love the environment. I'm saying y'all ain't never loved the environment before. But y'all figured out a way to hustle and save a couple of dollars. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like guilt tripping people into using the same towel all week. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of every day, like you don't get to get a new one every day. You maybe if it was a, you staying there for. Yeah, week it also or don't cost like. me two hundred and fifty dollars to stay in my house every day. Ah, well, I'm <laughs> saying you paying whatever the mortgage is. You paying the mortgage at the end of the month. Ain't so, nobody giving you. Yeah, a new but I get to keep day. it. E. You know what I'm saying? I get to keep it. Uh, but hey, no, so, some states I'd say see that it, it comes over better. California comes over better. Uh, Nevada comes over way better. They got water shortages, so it make perfect sense. Like they, you know, they're trying to seriously conserve. Like I get that. But oh some yeah, other no states, doubt. But I'm saying I, I see, yeah, it, over there maybe. And I'm saying even then, y'all being disingenuous because you really just care about your bottom dollar. Whatever, it's all good. I'm but I'm saying, saying though, Detroit trying to stay up on I'm, top of it. Chicago, no, no they don't want the water problem, so they <laughs> no, doing no, it in advance. Put your towel up and keep it, uh, keep it for a couple days before we wash it. So I'm feeling the hotel industry. Let's yeah, say no, every, I got, like I got Monday, plenty Wednesday, of Friday. Them. I, I could do a, am I tripping on a hotel? Y'all know we did the, the the keys to open up the hotel door. We, we oh, did boy. one on that. Now we're doing it on the top. The next one I'm doing is on the mini bar, okay? I want a Ooh. Snickers and the $75 hey. Snickers. Hey, let me yeah. tell y'all, though. I Josh had an experience be on the out of this world. One, oh, yeah. yeah, listen, I had an experience out of this world. Me and Josh stayed together this weekend. We got back from, I think we were in New York. We had a long day in New York. We got up to the room. I'm talking about beat. And I was like, shoot. We sat there for a minute. I was like, yo, Josh, shoot. You got any water over there? I'm thirsty. Josh was like, oh, go take one out of the refrigerator. I was like, <gasps> I was like, have you lost your mind? Mom? I was like, yo, Josh straight grabbed the Fiji out of the mini bar fridge in the room. I almost had a heart attack, y'all. I was like, yo, I know I'm not in the right tax bracket because I ain't never even looked in the <laughs> mini bar to see if it was a possibility of grabbing one of them jokers. Because I already know it's about $47 uh, $14 for a Fiji one. Easily. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Josh living different. But that's another Am I Tripping or Why in the World? Are they? It's like a $70,000 markup on everything at the mini bar. I'm like, yo, come on, the Snickers. Okay, and then Fair File. We got a bunch of say Fair File, <laughs> Carl, and Ia Bote. When we were, y'all remember what I did in uh, London? Oh, yeah. Carl. Yeah. So we got in, we, we we traveled a long distance. So I took the, I got in, I was so hungry. I We had just checked into the hotel. 
I hit the chips out of Carl's little mini bar thing. <laughs> and then we went out later that day. I saw the bag of chips, the exact oh size, everything. Oh, they was 32 cents. <laughs> I cashed out and grabbed that joker and put it back so we didn't get charged for the hookup. Man, now, now you know I'm, 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 I'm a real one for that. You can't say I'm not a real one for that. So, um, no, nah, man, but I, so I am, y'all, what's the final verdict? I am tripping on the on the towel thing. Or, oh, I'd say all day. You got. I ain't hear Carl say I was time. tripping, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll I let it go. See, like, I, I, I give it to, I'll give it to, to E on this one. I'll let it go. Okay, you tripping gotcha. on that one. Yeah, all right, I'll take the L. I, I figured, I told y'all, coming in, I was kind of whatever. But um, anyway, man, shout let's out to. Let's help America. Let's help, let's help, sir. What is that called? Uh, global warming, Carl. Let's help. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, let's help uh, the Westerns bottom in for the end of the year. All right, cool. <laughs> whatever. Um, but listen, man, shout out to everybody who came out to Philly and New York. Yes. What oh, an man. incredible, yep. incredible weekend. Listen, man, We you talk about hustling. We woke up. Um, you know, early that morning, Saturday morning, uh, E and I got a workout in. I don't, Carl was with his family, so he's excused for not making the workout oh, Saturday right. morning. <laughs> with his kids. But we got up early, man, put in a workout, went upstairs, showered up. We had to breathe you students for breakfast. What an amazing time for breakfast. And then we just took them upstairs and did an impromptu session right there uh, with our breathe you students. Done with the breathe you students and breakfast. Straight to the first VIP, couple hours in that VIP. Straight over to the main session, couple hours in the main session. Another VIP after that, man. Just an incredible VIP. And then finished up around 9 o'clock. And um, just an incredible, incredible experience in New York. Jumped up in the morning. The van took us over to Philly. Couple hour drive over there. Um, just an amazing VIP there as well. Amazing main session. The energy in the room was just crazy. And uh, we finished off the Average Skill Phenomenal Wheel Tour. And just, the, I mean, it was like, you know, when you go watch the fireworks, when they got the finale, and it's just like, boom, boom, boom. It was incredible. He gave two of probably the best messages oh, he's ever given in his life. It's, no, listen to and, and I'll just let y'all in on some behind-the-scenes stuff. So for those of you who have been to a live event, usually I'll open up E. And then I'll stand off to the side and then E will call on me every now and then while he's speaking just to kind of reconfirm some things he's saying or, you know, whatever. He might just want to ask me a question. Um, so I stay kind of in eye shot for E so he can see me or whatever. And we sat there and he didn't ask me not one thing this entire time in Philly. He never said a word to me, um, which means he was just in full blackout mode. Oh, let, right? me take it, let me take it the other step. We had mm -hmm. like 400 slides that like and i'll be honest we never just go off a a, a script you know we're not going straight through but you know we kind of discussed like he's like yo this kind of what i'm feeling i've been to the room like you know this is what i'm feeling today like i'm gonna go with it and we usually do it the day of so it ain't nothing like we got planned for two weeks i promise y'all he used three out of the 400 slides oh he was he he was almost 50 minutes in before he before used the, the first, first slide, slide. yeah the and, listen and, not the first one like the first slide change like, there was literally nothing behind nothing. him. Nothing. Yep. And then 50 minutes in, and I, I'll be honest with you, probably three-fourths of the way through each speech, maybe an hour and some change into it. Carl, I, I kind of was standing by Carl, and Carl was like motioning to me like, yo, come here. And I bent down, and Carl was like, yo, I think this is the best speech I've ever heard him I'm give. I'm talking about ever. Do y'all know we've been with E day in and day out for 11 years? And and not to mention, you thinking we're talking about just him speaking out in public. We're talking about sermons in church every single every week. week. Yeah. And and imagine, so I, I'd say in the upper thousands of times that we've heard E speak. Easily. And, yo, I, I got to give you your props, E, and I know you don't do well with compliments, but you you it was on a whole nother level this weekend. I tried to bring it for you in the VIP sessions. Even in the VIPs, he was just snapping all week. I don't know if it was because the finale, whatever. And you've been going hard this whole tour. But it was like you you hit a blackout switch, man, and I can't wait to bring some of this audio um, you know, to, to the world, man. It's it's going to be incredible. But what were you feeling as we concluded the tour? What were some of the highlights for you and, and why the why the blank did you go off so hard this weekend? Yeah, no, you you know you've been to a um all I could think about or my, my vision was a funeral. You know, somebody that you're close to. And like, you know how when you hear, you know, your loved one pass or a good friend pass, it's kind of like, man, it's devastating. You know what I'm saying? But it's still not real. 
you know, and then you go to the funeral and it gets real. But then when you go to the, you know, the grave site, you know, and it's kind of like, it's permanent, you know what I'm saying? As, as they're lowering your loved one and they're throwing that dirt on it, it's like, yo, this is permanent. And I, I, that's just kind of where I was. I was like, yo, E, this is it, it's permanent. 2016 is being lowered down. Like no matter how you look at it, you know, in a positive way, negative way for you, like if you had the best year of your life, okay, it's over, it's lowering down. You know what I'm saying? If this was the worst year of your life, you know, it's lowering down. I just was like, yo, E, you, you, it's your obligation, it's your responsibility to infuse so much energy and knowledge, you know, and strategies into the people that made the investment to come, you know, and that's what I was just on. Then I, I also, like, it was so many Breathe You students there. Like, we had more Breathe You than we ever had before. And, and I kind of felt like here are the people that sustain y'all. Because, you know, I don't, the way our, you know, business uh, model is, you know, constructive, I, we don't, I don't necessarily you know, get paid for, you know, that kind of stuff. I just get paid for my speaking. So for me, it's like you have all these people in the room that were responsible for the car, responsible for the mortgage, responsible. Like these are the people that monthly, like you got people that pay to come hear us, you know, whatever, you know, maybe buy some here or there. But these are the people who are making a monthly, you know, sacrifice monthly contribution. And I just felt like, I don't want what I hear sometimes. Girl, I joined that group. I paid X amount of dollars. And at the end of the six weeks, I didn't get nothing. Or, you know, um, you know, I, they gave me only stuff I already knew. And I was like, nobody will ever say about us that it wasn't mutual or that what we gave them was not equal to or greater than what they give to us. And so I just want to make sure, you know, like I said, for real, they walk away saying like, yo, I got, I, I beat, ETA got beat. That little $100 that I spent or the 300, whatever it was for the VIP, like they got beat. It was way, worth way more than what we spent. I, I don't know if you, see, I don't know if you remember, but I said that exact comment to you while he was speaking. I was like, see, I don't know what amount we could have charged for this. And I, I'm not saying this to be cocky, y'all, but I'm talking about the stuff that he said in there. It wasn't on no presentation. I'm talking about this was Ooh. life. This one don't know, like, I'm about to get up here and entertain you for yeah, an hour There and was half. probably a 30-minute stretch where you could, like, hear a pin drop in the room except for E going hard. Like, the tension in the room. Like, and I don't, I don't even know. It was, it was incredible, man. And, you know, for me, I think I always die laughing, um, you know, when people are like, yo, see, you, you the two-man, you the Pippin. And I, every, I mean, I, I love the fact that E just confirms – on a regular basis, that uh, I'm definitely not tripping about being the two man. Carl and I have no problem playing the wingman because what 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 y'all yeah what y'all don't get to see is the preparation, and I don't mean preparation in terms of the speech, but you know you don't get to see like the legit preparation, the 3 a.m. wake up like we get to see it like live in the flesh. It's one thing to hear it on you know an album or a mixtape or whatever. It's another thing to see like. Yo, this dude genuinely cares about every, like, when we did, the, like, for, for instance, we did the Breathe, Breathe You Breakfast. All that was on the schedule was a Breathe You Breakfast. We were going to go have uh, breakfast with our Breathe You students and leave. Like, that was what it was, and get ready for the VIP. I promise you, we got done with the breakfast. He was like, yo, take everybody upstairs. Like, I was like, what? He was like, take everybody upstairs. Let's just do a whole session with just our Breathe You family right now. Because at breakfast, it was at like a, you know, a, a breakfast restaurant, but it was like other people around and all kind of stuff. So he was like, yo, we got to get in and close so we can actually speak. We were supposed to have like an hour downtime between the Breathe You breakfast and the actual VIP. I promise you, we ran the Breathe You session all the way up into the VIP, but that's the kind of leader he is. And, um, you know, that's why, you know, we continue to follow and support him, you know, and man, it was just incredible, man. Just so, hey, incredible. let me say this real quick. See, I remember reading an article and I won't, I won't name the person, but I remember reading an article about a particular speaker and, um, 
his process, like his week, like it was a minister. So he would go through the week and he had like, you know, Sunday was obviously the day that he did all the speaking. You know, Monday was this Tuesday was this like Wednesday was the day that literally you could not call my man between these hours. That's when he's writing his next presentation. Then Thursday was community service. Then Friday, you couldn't call him again because he was, you know, almost like memorizing his presentation. And I'm just like, wow, that's deep, organized, organic. And my man is a beast. But you watch E go through a day like C said, like it ain't no like don't call me for six hours because I'm sitting in here thinking about what I'm about to say for the next two hours. It ain't it ain't none of that. E is going back to back to back to back. And like C said, after 11, 12 years, still blowing us away who hearing everything he's saying. So I'm just letting y'all know, man, this ain't no. Yeah, this ain't no game. Yeah, You know, for me, see, I think what was deep when I was in the session, what we built over the last year, 11 years. And, you know, I'll get to this in the P70 when we do the speaker training in 2017 because there's so many young people out there who are watching me, even, you know, um, young adults, you know, who are watching and, you know, mimicking what they think they see. And, and they're not seeing, like you said, the spirit of, you know, what we do. But, man, what blew my mind, and I got to get them ready for this, is when you walk into a room and you see a 65-year-old man sitting down with his 64-year-old wife, and then you see a 14-year-old, I'm talking about 65-year-old white male, 65-year-old white, 64-year-old white female with her husband, they've been married 40 years. And then you see a 14-year-old, you know, uh, black female and a six-year-old black male. You know what I'm saying? And the, ha and, and the only way you can speak to such a different group of people. And I, and I mean, we're not even naming, you know, everybody. Then you're not talking about just Christians in the room. You, you know what I'm saying? You're talking about people from all walks of life. You know, I've seen some uh, individuals look like maybe East uh, Indian or whatever. They, you know, had turbans on. You know, I've seen people who, um, because we were in Philly, you know, who uh, were Muslim, uh, people who were atheists, you know, agnostic. You know, and I mean, everybody loving it, though, like every nobody's like, oh, you this was offensive. You know, I can't believe you said that. Well, this ain't for me because I didn't go to school. You talk about high school dropouts, people with PhDs. I mean, just everybody in the room. man. I think for me, if you talk about humble, you talk about just, you know, like sacred honoring your craft. Like to me, that's what blows my mind more than anything that we're not like homogeneous. Like you would think baseball cap, you know, blue jeans, gym shoes, that it's only one type of person in this room. But it's actually the opposite. It's people from all walks of life. And yeah, that alone. I think that man, was one of the most powerful moments. Yeah, I think that was one of the most powerful moments. I don't even know if you remember because you blacked out, but in the VIP, you would like stop and look around the room. And you told him, you were like, yo, you, you could, I believe the essence of what you were talking about was, you know, you were kind of just talking about, you know, being a giver and doing for other people and having that spirit that you just described. And you, in the v middle of the VIP, he was going hard and was just like, stop and look around this room. And everybody just started looking around. And he was like, yo, I see black, white, I see, and he started calling out everything. There was uh, one guy, one gentleman brought his daughters, how old were they, 13, 14? To the VIP at 13 and 14 year old daughter and he said who's the oldest person in this room and somebody was like 65 something along those lines and you know we were all just in there and everybody was just you know um you know just moved by the spirit of of what he was saying and, and the essence of it and I think that's what he means when he's talking to you young speakers out there and you know you guys who are looking to get to that level it's not E they're not there he's not saying look at me look at me as dynamic a speaker he is, he removes himself from the equation and it's about the message and about what he's talking about. And so therefore, it's not offensive to anybody. And I say this all the time. The hardest thing, just to be real, the hardest thing in the world to do is, is lead men, right? Because let's be for real. When, when Usually when you go to a conference or when you look around, whatever, women on their game, right? They doing it big. Women, they, they showing up. They paying money for personal development. They doing their thing. Like women are strong. They, they going to get it. But men are a bit more skeptical, I think, especially when it, you know, deals with other men because we all have the pride and the ego thing, right? Like, what can this guy tell me that I don't already know? Because some of us have that, you know, muchismo or whatever it is. And to see that many men in the room, you know, and men like humbling themselves and coming up to E and, you know, hugging and crying. We had a special guest, um, Tony, 
who who came to the event, you know, for the first time, and we're doing some business stuff with him. And I told him to come out just so he could get a feel of, you know, he's only ever seen E, you know, we've had lunch with him and things like that, but he's never actually seen E live or, you know, um, in person. And I always, I've been telling him it's a completely different experience. And so Tony came out, and I told Tony, not only watch him speak, but do me a favor and go into the room when he takes pictures with these people and they come in. And I walked and I was, you know, doing my thing. And, you know, I'm semi big time now. So I'm taking a couple pictures in the other room. And I came back in and I looked at Tony and he grabbed me. And he was just like, oh, my God. He was like, this is incredible. And I was like, what's going on? He was like, since I've been standing here, somebody has come up to him crying, saying that he helped them overcome cancer. He said, look at this. He said, I guess he had put it down on the table after he gave it to him. He showed me. This guy must have lost like 250, 300 pounds. He was like, this guy came in crying because he said he helped him lose weight. You know, and he was just floored. And he was like, I have literally never seen anything like this. And he was just like, he had tears in his eyes. He sent me an email yesterday and was just like, man, I can't thank you enough for having me out again. It just, what an incredible experience. And so, yeah, man, I think, um, you know, people have to understand, you know, especially in this business, man, there's a lot of takers. Right. There's a lot of people for real. And we're in the business now and we see it all over the world, not just in the U.S., all over the world. People trying to take your money. Right. People trying to see what they can get out of you. And I think in 2016 and, and even before that and into 2017, I'm hoping we'll continue to be blessed as a company because we genuinely think what can we give to the people first with this podcast, with the videos, with the albums, with whatever we, we begin with how we can serve first. And that is a concept that E has taught us from day one. Yeah, how can we add value? And I think this is important because we, you know, we don't want you to think, we love you and we don't want you to think we blasting you. Now there is correction and correction is important, you know, but just understand our heart that we're not saying these things to harm you or hurt you, but there are those of you who have become takers and you're not a taker. Like for real, that's not who you are. Like if we look at you as a child, you, you weren't naturally like looking to take, but for some of you, you've put yourself in a very desperate situation. And so now that you're living from check to check or not even some of you not even living from check to check, you know, um, you're living from situation to situation. And, and I think what happens is when you become desperate and you put yourself in survival mode, now you're doing things that you wouldn't naturally do. And what I need you to do is get back to you. Some of you are so ambitious. Like you want to blow up so bad. You want to be successful so bad that, you know, and it's, it reminds me of, and don't laugh at me. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but when I was younger, maybe, you know, in my late twenties, I used to do, I used to frequent Bermuda and um, we actually did something I'd never done in my life. Carl probably will run circles around me in this, but we had, they had a night party on one of the smaller islands, Carl, and we took a yacht. Oh, and they parked the yacht in the middle of the ocean, Carl. And I, you know, for me it was the middle of the ocean, but I guess you couldn't. Right. There was there was no dock, and I wasn't. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in Detroit, so of course I didn't know. So they, so we stopped in the middle of the ocean, Carl. And they like, okay, we're gonna swim over to the party to the little island. And I'm like, what? We gonna swim over? So I was like, all right, bet. So, you know, we swam over there. I, I, I thought I was about to die, Carl, but I was okay on the way there because, as you know, there's land even before, for those of you, you know, from yeah. a major city, you know, like an urban city and you've never been on an island before, you know, as you're swimming to the island, there's still spots where when you get close, you can kind of stand up and walk. You know, uh, and so that that was fine. We talk about pitch black, Carl. We talk about a oh, night no, party, like nine thirty. I would have been night, like, I'm staying here on the boat. Y'all go party. I'm gonna uh, read a book on the boat. Oh man, so I'm doing my thing, you know. And hey, here's the crazy part. I I I couldn't even enjoy the party because in the back of my mind, Carl, said, we got we to swim back. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody look like they having a blast, but I know I gotta swim back. And so, man, on the way back, it was late, like 2 o'clock, something in the morning. We swim back, y'all. I promise you. I promise you. I don't even know how many feet, yards, meters. I don't know how far I was away. But I was a little distance away, and I felt like I was about to die. Carl, you're talking about sandbag. My hands yeah. felt like 50-pound. I'm talking about exhaustion. I'm I know what you mean. Weight, bro. Yeah. And so I was swimming, and I knew I had lost it because I lost my form. 
I, I, my whole form was gone. The breathing was gone. I wasn't moving my head. You know, I was right, left, right, left. Yeah. I was like left, 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 left. Right, left, right, left, 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 left. And I thought I was about to die. And my girl, Sheree Burgess, was in front of me. I swear I grabbed her because she was from Bermuda. She was sweet with it. I grabbed her, bro, almost drowned her. You know what I'm saying? And I don't remember if she helped me. I don't remember what happened, but I finally got to that ladder and got, walked my way up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm just saying I know some of you he guys used like her me. head to step on her head. Oh man. To get and I to the man, ladder. You know I ain't got number love for her. I ain't got number love for her, bro. She know that. But I promise uh, you, I you talk about uh, like my heart just you know, went in my chest and just uh, start swallowing that boy. And so I'm saying that there are those of you for real, like uh, we get it. You, 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 you're not like, that's not your scenario in terms of swimming, but in life, you drowning. And so now you're starting to pull other people down. And you're stepping on other down. people while you drowned it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it, it, like, that's your life now, not no swimming moment. Like, your life, the last year, two years, has become, instead of you being a giver, like you naturally are, you are pulling people down, you're being manipulative, you don't have other people's best interest in heart. You know, because you're trying to survive. And I'm telling you, like, don't do that because you're going to reap what you sow. So even though you're in survival mode, still bless your bless others, like bless your way through this, like bless others, look out for others, you know, do 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 kind acts to others. Like if you only had three dollars, use that three dollars to be a blessing. And I want to say that because most people hear this and they think money. We're not talking yep. about money. The, the line we use is not equal giving, but equal, equal sacrifice. sacrifice. So you could keep somebody kids. You could do, I'm talking about there's a million other things to do. Money is somehow bubbled to the top like it's the most important thing in the world. And we get it. It's important. But that's not all we're talking about. Your time is the most valuable thing you have. And the smart people out there appreciate your time way, way more than your money let me say it again the smart people out there appreciate your time way more than your money so if you got time that you could give you could share that with people yeah, wisdom like counseling or whatever so yeah i'm off of that seat but i just feel like when you no, said I that think it's important that, and you said something else and, and and people have to understand that going into 2017 that's kind of our stay ready theme like yo you you can't start flailing when things go wrong you know what i'm saying like for real and sometimes i'm not a swimmer carl you you, you spent more time in the water but like, it's easier, like when you feel like you about to go under and you're doing all of that, can't you just kind of flip over on your back and, and, and like float. breathe slow and kind and of float? float. Yeah. And some of y'all just need to take a chill pill, man. Like every time things like don't start going your way, something happens, like you in like survival mode to the point where you about to make stuff worse. And I think that's one of the things that we're talking about in 17. You heard us talk about it last week on the Stay Ready podcast, but it's just like, yo, all right, cool. Everything is not going to go well. Like, but sometimes you freak yourself out so much to the point where it becomes a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like he was so nervous on the island that he wasn't going to be able to make it back. That for real. <laughs> Any other time, if he would have been in the pool, he probably could have swam five right. times as far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But because he was in the ocean, because it was dark, he automatically, his brain had already started working against him. And so it made it that much harder to reach the destination. And sometimes, man, you got to relax. Like, Yo, y'all freaked out before it even gets here. Like he could, what? Like when when Diddy got MS, he could have just freaked out. Like, oh my god! And then you make it worse because you freaked out. So now your like your wife's stressed because she see you freaked out, so she start freaking out even more. Then the stress make the MS worse and the legions grow bigger. You see what I'm saying? Like you. That's why we say stay ready is so important in 2017 because like you are taking these situations and you making what was just you know a, a drop in the bucket. You're making it overflow now because of your panic and your anxiety. And we're telling you to relax, man. Things are going to happen, both good and bad, but you got to stay ready. Yeah, let me just be transparent, man, for real. Y'all getting, getting a great deal from these free podcasts. I try to save certain things for, like, the VIP where people I know can understand. You know, but I'm just going to be transparent. A, a lot of you don't realize that the people who are in your corner or the people who you would consider to be a resource for you, that once you go in that negative mode, they actually start withdrawing from you. And it's not that they don't love you and they don't care for you, but it's kind of like, yo, I know how to swim. You don't. You're not about to drown me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not about to put me in a position where I'm going to lose my life because you can't swim. I know how to swim. You know what I'm saying? So let me just move to the side and swim and let you figure this thing out on your own and then not being evil. But when you learn how to swim, when you get on my level, then you can come out here in the deep waters with me. But right now, you're not mature enough for the deep waters. And I'm just being real. There are individuals, you know, who could be a blessing to you. But when you start, like, being a victim, they're not victims. They don't understand that language. That's not their world. That's not where they live. And you're asking them to come into your, you know, uh, sick environment. And I'm just being real. It's sick. It, it don't mean you're a sick person, but those behaviors are sick. And so you can't ask people to kind of like, you know, work with you doing that. Now, if they choose to, that's cool. But I'm just being real with you. And guess who you attract when you're desperate? Guess who you attract when you have a spirit of anxiety? You, you start attracting other people who are fearful, who are desperate, who have a, you know what I'm saying? And guess where that's going to get you? Nowhere. Because those people don't have any more than what you have. So I, I'm liking what C is saying. Relax. Are, are we saying it's going to be easy to? No. It's a matter of life and death, though. Because if you don't relax, you're only going to be around other people who are in the same situation you're in. And you're going to push the people away who could potentially be of support to you. So relax calm down, listen to the counsel of the people who are where you want to be, follow it, and then, man, in a matter of months or years, however long it takes, you're going to be in a position, man, where you are no longer surviving, you're not even striving, you're going to get to a place where you're thriving. No, and, you, and you're so right, Ian, I want you to stay right there. How important, and you've taught this lesson before, but, like, you know, when you talk about principles over feelings, like, how important is it that you have those principles and those values and those things that you can hold fast to as opposed to those wild, you know, range of emotions, because nobody ever said that, you know, ET, you don't ever like get feelings, like you don't ever have feelings, right? You're not dead, you're a human, so you have feelings, you get angry, you get upset, you do wanna, you know, punch somebody in the mouth sometimes, but you have those values and those principles, you know, to fall back on, I guess, and so how does that relate to what you just talked about? Yeah, help me out, what's the, um... What's the what's Rondell's favorite rapper? See, what's Rondell's favorite rapper name? Oh, Young yeah, Jeezy. So Young Jeezy said, "Then what?" You know what I'm saying? Then what? <laughs> right, right. You know. And so for me, that's what I think about. You're right. I punched my man in the face. Then what? You know what I'm saying? He punched me back. You know what I'm saying? Then we get into a fight. You know. Then maybe he break my nose, or you know, somebody catches it on camera and shows ET talking all that talk, but he got rage. You know, he violent. You, you know what I'm saying? You get uh, road rage and you follow somebody, you know, to their house and then what? You know, or you flick them off or something. And then, you know, how many people have lost their lives or people who've been seriously injured from road rage? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, then what? Then what? So that's that. So to me, it's like, OK, if you go off of your feelings, then what? Then you lose your marriage. You, you know what I'm saying? Then you have a terrible relationship with your children. You know, then you do something that you can't you regret for the rest of your life and you can't get it back, you know. But when you're dealing with principles, you never have to say then what? When you're dealing with principles, you you say, here comes the reward. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what happens after you wake up at three o'clock in the morning for 20 years. That's what happens when you go to practice before everybody else and you stay longer than everybody. You get a reward. You know, your dreams become a reality. You know, so for me, I always say, what's after the end of your feelings? I'm not sure. It, it might work out. It might not. I don't know. But when you follow a principle, so so just give you guys a, a um, an example. You know, I'm in a, a mentor-mentee relationship with somebody, and I've had this happen with many of the people I work with, see. They hit me back six months later like, hey, I did what you told me to do. And, you know, and I ain't seeing no change. Well, ain't nothing, you know, you told me. And, but I ain't, you know, I'm like, hold up. First of all, I, I'm not God. I don't, I can't tell you, you know, when something is going to happen. And second of all, who said six months was a long period of time? You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this since I was 19. It wasn't until 18 years later that people even knew who I was and was willing to give me a check, you know, a sub substantial check to do what I'm doing. So, I'm just saying that the other, what you should have done is not call me pissed off or emotional. What you should have done was call me and we should have had a conversation of, yo, E, man, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Maybe I need to make some adjustments or maybe, you know, I need more prayer for patience or maybe, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but instead you let your feelings get in the way 
And I'm not mad that you let your feelings get in the way, but guess what we had? See, we had a very unproductive 30 minutes on the phone that I charged quite a few people uh, quite a bit of money to counsel them. So I just met, I just wasted 30, 40 minutes of my mentor-mentee conversation trying to deal with your feelings. And I'm trying to be mature and not come down to your level, you know, and get in my feelings. I'm trying to stay above, you know, above water and, and, and say, okay, let me listen to this. Okay, well, okay, 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 okay. All right, so now what you want, like, what you want me to say now? We just wasted 30 minutes when we could have tweaked something that you were doing. We could have maybe gone back over a book and read through the content. I could have perhaps, you know, turned you on to somebody else who could have given you some different insight. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. See, like we've literally wasted 30, 40 minutes in your feelings, whereas we would have been on principle, we could have used that 30, 40 minutes for some productivity. Mm, yeah, no, 100%, man. And I think that is, um, you know, one of the lessons that I hope people take away from us because your feelings are going to change. Right, Absolutely. like, like just the nature of Absolutely. how we were built. Like, yo, some days you're gonna be feeling it. Like, you're gonna wake up and, and go after it. And you're gonna, you know, you all the dreams and things you wrote down on oh, your vision man. board. You're gonna wake up and boom, you're gonna feel like going after it. I promise y'all, yo, since I got off feelings, my life is so much better. And and and, and I, you know, I credit you know E for this philosophy. But like, yo, even with the weight loss and going after and trying to get the yeah. fitness tight and stuff like yeah. that, like I don't work out when I feel yeah. like it. I work out every day. Like that is that yeah. is it's the, the only the, way. The, See the, the principle now that yeah. I live by. Cause cause guess what? If it was up to me, guess what I feel like doing? I feel like hitting Denny's, and getting the Grand Slam, oh, yeah, drinking a couple Waffle cups of coffee, <laughs> and getting back to the crib and doing my thing. Not Denny's for real, Waffle yeah, House. But you see what dikes. I'm saying? <laughs> right. I want. The, I want. I'm trying to go to Waffle House. My feelings say, Yo, hit Waffle House real quick. Hit that, boom, and on the way home, scoop up a couple Krispy Kreme. Stop by Why Starbucks. Why was I thinking the exact same thing? <laughs> yo, I'm just saying. Like, yo, my, your feelings will take you all over the doggone place. Your feelings will drive you everywhere. Drive you and that's why some of you have never blown up because you own feelings. So you literally everywhere. One minute you feel like being an entrepreneur. The next minute you still feel like staying in your nine to five. One minute you feel like being faithful to your wife. The next minute you feel like you need to be all over the place. One minute you feel like, you know, your business is, is doing great and you're putting all this energy and effort. And the next minute you're ready to sell. You have no values and no principles and no core things that are keeping you in alignment. We talk about it all the time. The the, the most important part of the ship is the doggone anchor. Because without that, you're going to float away. And some of you do not have an anchor in your lives. And so you have not been able to lose weight because you it's not a principle. You don't say every day we're going to get up and we're going to work out and we're going to eat right. Like that is the new principle. That's the new value. That's the new goal. That's what we're doing now. Right? You, you let your feelings get in the way. Oh, I don't feel like working out today. Guess what? I'm looking outside right now in Atlanta. And guess what? It's gloomy. It looked a little rainy. We got started on the podcast a little late. It's 7, 10 a.m. now. Trey's going to be up in a minute. I got a meeting at 9 o'clock. I could easily say, you know what? Today is one of the days I just don't feel like going to the gym. Bet I get there. Because it's, it's no longer a feeling. When you take it from a feeling to an actual principle or a value... Your body goes on autopilot and you just do what you're supposed to doggone do. You just eat healthy. That's just the principle now. I just don't stop at your Krispy Kreme anymore. I just, I just don't believe in it anymore. I've literally right. changed my value system anymore. as it relates to food. Yeah, And that's it. See, they got to hear that because I think a lot of times on this podcast, it's so simple. Like we never really go too deep. You know what I'm saying? It's never really any, you know, complex you know, theories, if you will. We just kind of real simple and catch that. If you change your behavior, you, you when your feelings change, your behavior is going to change. But when you say to yourself in your mentals, see, I'm just being real, bro. I've not, and this may sound crazy to some people that's listening, but I don't even crave cookies and ice cream no more. And I can't even, like, it's shocking to me. But, like, I don't even crave it anymore because I start saying to myself every day when I wake up, your body is the temple of, of the Lord. Like, your body is a temple, E. You, like, you can't. Okay, and this is what, y'all might laugh, but this is what hit me, see. So, you know, my wife drives a, a, a BMW. I'm sorry, I was going to say a BMW. She used to. Uh, she drives a, a Mercedes Benz now. And in both of those vehicles, what's different is when I take her car, to the gas station, I have to be co cognizant of what I'm putting in. You know what I'm saying? When I'm driving my American truck, I put, put 86 if I feel like it. I put 89 if I feel like it. It just really depends sometimes on how I'm feeling. 
you always have to put 93. And we'll be driving and she'll be like, the gas is. And I'm like, the gas ain't a dollar 98. The gas is only a dollar 62. And she's like, that's 86. You know what I'm saying? That's not. Yeah, right. I'm conditioned to look at 86. I promise you I am. I'm like, I promise you the gas. I'm looking at it. She like. I didn't even know what them other prices was for. I just assumed them was like diesel for like big trucks. Yeah, she like 93. It's whatever. And so she looks at it different. So I said to myself one day, see, when I was working out, if Didi would only put the best gas in her car so they can get the greatest performance, why am I putting junk in my body every day? And you're not even talking about with me. I'm being real. I ain't against nobody eating cookies and ice cream. I ain't. That ain't that's not what I'm saying. I, I wasn't doing it, see, occasionally. I was hitting cookies and ice cream four, five days out the week. And I was just like, yo, E, your body is the temple. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? And when I started seeing my body that way, I'm being honest. Even with Chick-fil-A, like I'm not going to tell you once a week I'm not going to hit it, but I promise you it's not what I thought. I thought once we got that joint here, I was going to be hitting breakfast. I was going to be doing lunch. I was going to be doing – because y'all know me. Y'all know how I am with Chick, uh, Chipotle. Like if I get caught on something, I can do it every day. But I, it's, I do Chipotle because sometimes I don't do the meat. I'll just do beans and rice. You know what I'm saying? They got the little corn. I do a little cheese and my little special sauce. You, you know what I'm saying? But I'm being real. See exactly what you said. When I change my behavior, like my thinking, my behavior changed. When I changed my behavior and my thinking and change, see, I kept going up and down and up and down and up and down. But when I wake up every day like, yo, E, it's not about losing weight, bruh. It's not about being chiseled for me. It's about, yo, E, you, you have to get your heart rate up. You got to get the blood flowing. Like you need to be active at least an hour or so a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now I don't even do, like, I might run, you know, an hour a day or 45 minutes, but I'll be real. I, I do 20, 25 minutes here, 20, 25 minutes there. Like, I don't even want to work out one time a day. I'm, I'm, I'm 46 years old. Like, I'm getting older. So I'm trying to work out, uh, run twice and walk two or three times. Like, walk consistently, if that makes sense. Like, I don't stop walking. Like, I, of course, I sit down, but I try to just make sure I'm active seat all doggone day and why why is it so easy my mindset has changed hey let, let me add why environment is so deep now because and this is hilarious like my dad and myself like probably the skinniest dudes on planet earth right now but because we're around people and again you think about a skinny dude there's no real you know there's no real reason for me First to be all, thinking Carl, we all hate oh no doubt no doubt y'all little sweet <laughs> we can eat whatever whenever i mean of course it'll tell on you later in life but literally, I don't there's know no your dad's real. Sixty something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he's told. <laughs> right. Um, uh, he's still keeping the secret. Uh, whatever, whatever it is, whatever but I'm it saying is. there's not a stronger motivation for me, like you know, like a seat to to work out every day. Like I ain't got no weight issues, whatever. But the environment is so strong. I'm around E. I'm around C all the time. Like I'm interested not in losing weight or doing any of that. But now the environment has forced me to think differently in terms of like, whoa, your health is more than then wait. You know what I'm saying? Like you just said, it's getting your heart rate up. It's getting that blood flow through your body. You know what I mean? That's That stuff is helping to purify your body, uh, what you put in it. So now, again, the average skinny dude, he ain't out doing a whole lot. You know, he just coasting along. So coasting along. So for me, I'm realizing that environment is huge because even though it's not something that's super deep to me, you know, in terms of just my, you know, daily routine, it has become super um, important now because of the environment that I'm in. So I'm telling y'all, if you can't do it on your own make sure you're around people that are serious like that's the step one so let me just give you step one what's he is saying yeah you got to get to the mindset all that but if you can't do it on your own get around a group of people who's already doing hey. it and it's gonna help you <laughs> carl you i don't know I, man let me just okay y'all here go another freebie carl just said it catch it when we start hanging with uh chuck um if most of you know him as charles errington bro we start fighting like we, I wasn't doing this before with the people I grew up with, but we fight now to see who's going to pay the bill. Yeah. So when we get to uh. a restaurant, if it ain't like we're not traveling and doing, of course, when we're doing corporate work, it's like, you know, it's on whatever. But when we're like at home and it's private or whatever, we're on the road like as a families and we chilling, we are fighting. It's a dog fight. It's a dog fight. <laughs> it's a dog fight. Who's going to pay the bill? Uh, man, it got so bad in Hawaii that that uh they they the, from the second we walked in 
Chuck and E was trying to grab like the, the <laughs> yeah. manager of the joint, yeah. like under no circumstance. Take that car. Are you to allow anybody yeah. else to here go the car right now? Yeah. Meanwhile, I don't know if y'all seen that commercial, but I'm like my man with in the, the commercial gator. with the with alligator. The gator. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, shoot, I'm trying to grab it, but I got the gator on the bull. And I'm just saying, though, you know see, it, it's so hard for some of you to become what you want to be because the environment you with all cheap people everybody you with tight everybody you with oh they oh i had a water you had right. the pepsi why is that on what mine? is it called is it called yeah, dutch I had the water. is that what it's called see oh going yeah. dutch baby going Absolutely. dutch so you, pay, you, pay. you with 10 people and they and we so sick with it we telling the lady hey look i know it's 30 people but it's gonna be easier for you you know what I'm saying? They have to do 30 bills. So let's just do it all at once. And I'm telling you, you might look at it as, oh, uh, he trying to get over on me or we all to get. No, man, we fighting to leave a tip. We fighting to, like, Carl, like, yo, E, I'm headed to, I'm headed out. Wait, okay, where you going? Uh, Walmart, what can I get you? You know what I'm saying? Carl, I'm headed out. Where you want? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Are you buying Chick-fil-A? No, but I'm I'm in that area. Let me go. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yo, E, I need a mattress. I know <laughs> you got to have this one. I got you, and I'm going to buy a new one tomorrow. And I'm saying, like, and, and even when you think about that, see, most people in that same situation, it wouldn't have turned into a, Take the matches, I'll go get a new match. Oh, oh not at all. No, it, no, oh, not no. Out. And shout out to whoever he said was on Instagram acting like we really had a problem with each other. Right. Like some, man, yeah, some, dude, hey, some young lady who was like, oh, yeah, it sounds like like C got something hidden within D. I'm like, um, but y'all don't even oh, yeah, get no. it. Y'all don't even have the slightest clue how much but, I and, love I, and I'm saying, not even house. us. My wife, because somebody else hit me like, he got in trouble with his wife. Diddy was the one that was like, <laughs> go get another go one. Go get, uh, get that one to see uh, if we're going to get man, another one. Listen, the next day. Y'all don't, it is funny to us. Like, we're able to laugh about that kind of, first of all, y'all y'all could never even imagine how close our families are. They, the doggone godfathers to my kids, like, come on, be for real. Like, they done spent more than that mattress on little tray, uh, Christmas gifts. Like, come on, it don't even, it don't even go there. It was just a hilarious situation. But I'm saying you absolutely it's right in terms of running with other people who give, yep. man, who, again, not being takers, people who want to give and pour into people, like, it just changed the whole game, man. So I'm I'm with you a thousand percent, man. And um, it's nice to be in an environment like that. And you know what a what a wonderful segue. If you want to if you want to be a lion, you got to run with lions. And so this next uh, segment it's a new segment brought to you by uh, BreatheUniversity.com. Listen, man, you already know what we're doing here. We had a phenomenal weekend with all our BreatheU students. Some of you, for real, your 2016 did not turn out the way you hoped it would. Right? You did not get out of 2016 what you said you were going to get, what you wanted to get, and it's because you're doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. If you want a different result in 2017, come join us at breatheuniversity.com. You already know what we're doing. You hear it on this podcast all the time. Listen, we got promo specials for the new year, getting you in and, and, and going to another level. Things are crazy right now. We are all coming together strong. We're doing quarterly meetups. People are going to the next level. They, we meet them at events. We got the marriage stuff um, coming February 12th in San Diego. We got all the marriage stuff. So you need to be a part of Breathe You. Let me tell you something. When we get to these events, our Breathe You family is, I'm talking about, on 10. It's just a family atmosphere when they come to the events. E always asks, who's in Breathe University? We gave out gifts to the, to the squad this time. So you need to join us at Breathe You. You've been thinking about it. 2017 is going to be amazing. And we ask that you join us at Breathe University and be around other lions. Now, the new segment is called uh, I Have a Lion of the Week and a Gazelle of the Week. Shout out to my man Glenn in Australia who loves the Lion and Gazelle reference. But we'll do a Lion of the Week and a Gazelle of the Week. So, And you guys helped me with this segment. I haven't prepped them for the segment. But if you, you know, throughout the course of the week, um, we'll bring this segment, or the podcast, we'll bring this segment back. But if you see somebody who's a lion, let's acknowledge it. But if you see a gazelle, I need you to acknowledge that as well. So my Lion of the Week... Um, goes to my little cousin, Danielle, who I love dearly. She's a podcast listener. Um, her and her partner, Brian, um, have won an award out in Mason, Michigan um, for like the Entrepreneurial Excellence Award. They won like $5,000 uh, for the Bad Brewing Company. They have a brewery out in Mason, Michigan, and they just grind and work hard and have taken their 
uh, brewery from you know just a small little side hustle to uh, I mean just blowing it out the frame. So they're my line of the week. Shout out to my little cousin Danielle. Love you dearly. Congratulations. And my gazelle of the week is uh, uh-uh. Maggiano's. Mm. Please um, step over here. You about to get this mm. work. Maggiano's in Philly. Uh, and I'm going to bust you out, the one right across from the Marriott, all right? <laughs> um, not, you're not calling. No, 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 because they need to get this. And I, I wish Josh was on the podcast because Josh actually dealt with it. But y'all get the gazelle of the week, all right? I, I ain't dogging you out. I just want y'all to be better. So I'm I, when I see a spade, I call a spade a spade, all right? So we go, we have our, bre- now, we did Breathe University breakfast. And then now we're doing the Breathe University dinner. We like, yo, we got our Breathe You family bet. Let's do something. So shout out to Nikki. Nikki makes all the arrangements, calls over there, tells them we, you know, we're coming at nine o'clock and we got a large group. And yeah, I don't even know if you know this because I know Didi, you had to leave with D um, a little early. But um, so Nikki calls him like, yeah, we'll probably be over there about nine o'clock, whatever. We got a large group with us, Blase Splee. So they're like, all right, cool. We get over there around nine o'clock, like we said. And they're not ready. All right, cool. I'm, I'm not tripping. It's a huge group. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's, it's understandable that you're not ready. You know what I mean? Maybe y'all got a lot going on. But I look, as I survey, you know, the, the, the restaurant, the landscape here, it, there is, it's probably 20% full. So, you know, it's not just banging. And they don't close for two hours, right? So we're like, okay, cool. It's, it's you know, relatively um, empty in here. We, we should be all right. All right. So then it takes 40 minutes to get the tables ready. Okay, cool. I wasn't thrilled about that. We've had a long weekend. Everybody was starving, ready to eat. But, hey, I'm not complaining. No big deal. So they give us a table, and we thought they told us we could have the banquet room. One person told us we could have the banquet room. Apparently, the manager pulls an audible and says, you can't have the banquet room. We're going to line up these 35 chairs right here in the middle of the restaurant. So we say, all right, cool. We're not trying to hassle anybody. No big deal. Um, Josh actually then goes up to the manager and says, Hey, you know, we might be kind of loud. We don't want to disturb any of other patrons. Can we pay for the back banquet room? Right? Well, I'll, how much is it? You want a thousand dollars? You want, you know, two, again, Josh, different tax bracket, right? You talk a little different when you got some paper. All right. So he says, yo, I can pay for the banquet room cause I don't want to disturb anybody. And we want to be able to spend time with our breathe you fam, you know, without any, you know, um, hassle. So they say, no, no, no. You can't use the banquet room because we have an event in there tomorrow and the plates and the cups are our glasses are already set for tomorrow's event. And Josh is like, okay, but I have an event tonight. Like I'm not, I'm not following <laughs> right you. now. So right. Like, right. Like right this second and nobody's in your restaurant here. I got a ton of people coming in here to order food. Like we're not in here to just like have water and chill. Like, yo, this is, you know, we got real money. So they say no. So we say, okay, cool. So of course in ET fashion, E is not going to just get together and we're just going to do dinner. He's not going to say nothing. So E stands up and once again in Philly with our Breathe You family gives an impromptu speech, right? And he probably, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And you know E, he don't have no volume control. He ain't about to be like, yo, everybody. He going in like it's a regular speech, you know, at the at the event. And so, of course, I see now the manager walk over to Josh Josh was sitting next to me on my right. She taps him and says, can you come here? Has the nerve to take Josh in the back and say, um, you guys are being really loud and you're disturbing our other customers. And Josh was like, look, I'm not trying to be funny. I told you this was going to happen. And I offered the, to pay for the banquet room. Whatever extra surcharge there is, whatever there is, let me know. I would have paid for it. Now you mad at me because I was like, he was like, whatever. What do you want me to do? I, you know, Josh kind of, you know, was like, ah, eh, whatever. Josh walked off. He was still speaking. He got done speaking. I noticed her come back to the table and she was like, well, what is everybody ordering? Does everybody know what they already want? And why are people bringing pizza into my restaurant? Nobody brought pizza. We had, she, she felt real stupid because we had, somebody brought us insomnia cookies. I think Travis Brought us insomnia cookies, but they were in like, they come in like a, if anybody ever had insomnia cookies, they come in like a pizza box. So he had brought like cookies for everybody. And Josh was like, it's not pizza, they're cookies, like relax. And so that was uh, the night, you know, we apologized to our Breathe You students next time. We would, it was kind of impromptu. We weren't supposed to have a dinner, but we just called them up. And um, Magianos, you are officially the gazelle. Mm. Of the week. You are the right. weakest link. So, I'm talking about the weakest link. You've been called out. Mm. If anybody from Maggiano wants to send us some gift cards, 
um, please do. The, the, the address is on the website. And uh, feel free to send over those gift cards because y'all gazelled it up pretty strong. And, um, yeah, we will not be returning back to Margiano's for a team dinner anytime soon. All right? So that was the Lion and Gazelle of the Week, the new, pod, the new podcast segment brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com. All right, I got to go because it's late, and um, I'm sure you all do as well. We Oh, oh quickly, quickly, guys, the album. Uh, I'm, I was, I'm surprised that you forgot. Listen, yeah, you know he in a hurry. Listen, no, 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 listen, listen, listen. I'm sorry, Trey. Give me one second, buddy. The album. I am going to go out on a limb and say this may be the best project sonically that we have ever put together all right so sometimes when i'm in the creative process and you know figuring out how these things are going to go um you know it's hard for me to get into it because i'm working on it and so i finished the album last week i delivered it to patchwork it's going in for mixing and mastering but i have obviously all of the versions i for the first time, I hadn't heard it in a couple days because we were on the road and doing our thing. We got back. I was in the gym yesterday, right? And I wanted to do an experiment. And I promise y'all, y'all know, you heard me talk about E, me and Carl talk about E at the beginning of this podcast. We're still fans. Like, don't get it twisted because E, our brother, our, our leader, our big brother, whatever, that we just, you know, take it for granted. And he's speaking and we off in the back room. Maybe our wives are off in the back room not paying attention, <laughs> but Carl and I are still fans, right? And yesterday, I was on the elliptical, and I was probably about three miles in on the elliptical. And I was like, let me, as a fan, turn this album on and see how it makes me feel. I promise y'all, on everything I love, my workout turned up times 10. I was going so hard. That album is incredible. The, the, the beats on it. The, you know, the, the clips that we use, the E, and I told you guys, this album is called The Resolution. Stay ready because in 2017, especially for your health and your fitness, entrepreneur, whatever it is, those of you looking to go to that next level, this album is incredible. It's 13 tracks with an intro. It is, I mean, it, it will have you ready to run through a brick wall and I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. Matter of fact, Carl, because I'm I'm feeling mm. so generous. It's Christmas. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to not, let yeah, you take us out ET on a clip. Speaks, boy, nugget. Yeah, we just go take yeah, that we'll, out. We'll, we'll cut the nugget of the day. And I'm not playing the whole thing now because it's not mixed down and mastered. But I have a version that is strong enough. So listen to me, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and su- supporting us. We ain't going nowhere. We we finishing out 2016 strong. I don't think we'll miss any. Right? Like, we're not planning on taking Christmas off or any of that. You guys are going to get it. But we thank you for rocking us with us in 2016. 2017 is called Stay Ready. The resolution, stay ready. And this album is going to be the album of all albums to push your workout. I promise you, you're going to see it on TV. You're going to see NFL teams using it, NBA teams using it. It is going to be um, a classic for some years to come. And so listen, thank you, thank you. Go write us a review on iTunes. I got to say that. But check this out. I'll play a short, short clip of the resolution stay ready this is the nugget of the day we love you guys we out we'll see you next week there's levels to this 70 there's levels to this 80 levels 90 levels 100 levels 120 i work hard too hard i work hard